we like make it through this? Do you think we're going to be able to do that? Dude, I don't know. What was the last thing I said? Uh, I don't remember. Just something about we're pretty much on our closing line. All right. Damn, this Brandon, you remember the last, last thing I said? Uh, yeah, give us a like, give us a follow, and thank you. <laughs> give us a it like. Probably, now it probably heard us. Twitter. It probably heard me the, if you have another app to record this, please let us know. And then it was like, all right, you guys got to go. Yeah, Wes, fuck you let guys. Me do, let me do the, well, you guys, well, guys, this is all we have for today. Why do you got to do it? Come on, boy, you did the whole script. Let me Let me have a little part. You're gonna you're gonna do your NASCAR and golf talk anyway afterwards. Boy, so. I don't have a NASCAR this week. You should. Well, I have a little bit. Some NASCAR fan you are. I have a little <laughs> bit, not much. All right, well, guys, that is all the time we have today. Thank you for listening, and we had a bunch of technical issues today. So, if you know an application that works perfectly, let us know. And uh, thank you for joining us. If you have any suggestions or comments, give us a like, give us a message. We'll respond. We have a Facebook and Twitter page up, so give us a like and follow. Again, thank you for listening. Brandon, any last thoughts before Ant goes to Talladega today? Before Anthony takes us to Trailerville, guys, please give us a follow on our Twitter, at Bench Bros. Uh, stay up to date with our live podcast when they drop and our fresh content. Uh, over to you, Ant. Go ahead. Take it away. All right. Here we go. In oh, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Ant, sorry. We got to cut wow, NASCAR Wes. for time. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? There's no way. <laughs> All right, go on. In NASCAR. So, top headline right now, NASCAR announces a rule change to reduce speeds, increasing the safety at Super Speedsway. Lame. So the changes include a rear spoiler increase from eight to nine inches. Officials will officially also, uh, sorry, officials will also mandate a one inch bolt on track bar mount to change the height from 11 to 12, raising the rear of the car by one inch. Both changes will be in effect for the season remaining races at Daytona Speedway and Talladega Super Speedway. Um, they also eliminated <laughs> rules for minimum ride heights at super speedways ahead of 2008 uh, season. Teams responded by hunkering down the rear of their cars to reduce drag and increase speed. Um, Wednesday's track bar changed to intended to offset those techniques by raising the rear of the car. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. So they're just looking out for um, to reduce speeds, increase the safety. I'm all for it because uh, you never want to see anybody get hurt, uh, hurt, especially if these cars going 180 to 190 miles per hour. And then in our standings, let's see our standings. I know in first place, we have Cabush. First place, um, projected playoff. He's uh, projected playoffs right now. He's ranked number one. Second place again, Denny Hamlin for Team Toyota. Uh third place ranking for playoffs and uh, Kevin Harvick driving forward. He's in uh, third place. Also projected uh, fifth place in the playoffs. That's all I got. Where's Jeff Gordon at? <laughs> Jeff Gordon? In the booth. Jeff, Gordon, Jeff Gordon's in the boot. I'm not <laughs> interested if Jeff Gordon ain't racing. I'm not <laughs> interested in Jeff Gordon racing anymore either. So, All right. Uh, 
Caps tied it up with the Hurricanes 2 2. Caps got to win the night in order to clinch that uh, playoff game. (laughs) Dude, the playoffs are going to be nice. Me and, oh, yeah. So just to let you guys know, we're going to be doing an NHL playoff special and an NBA playoff special. Me and Anthony are going to do the NHL one while me and Brandon do the NBA one. So keep on the lookout for that. Um, I'm Wesley Splain. You can find me on Twitter at Splain. One thing. One thing. Do you have uh, any. Input on the NASCAR and changing on, on uh, the changing car, the spoilers. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. I lost my wheel last week, I couldn't find it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at Splain It. I'm very active on there and on Instagram at Wesley Touchdown. Um, thank you for listening this week, and we hope you join us next time on Bench Bros. We out. <laughs> lost my wheel. <laughs> Yo, that's dick. Boy, this was rough. Dude, this is going to be so much work for you to fix this one. Yeah, I know. But... I, it cuts. So I was on the Wi Fi for the second one and it just cut it right off. And then it it's cut it weird. out. Because yeah, the first time cut it out was my fine. data. Yeah, the first time it was perfect, but. That pisses me the fuck off. I gotta look. I gotta look into it. I'm, g- I'm gonna do a couple of test runs and see what goes on with it. So, dude, I don't you know. Guys, you guys are shit. What? No NASCAR. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, so you guys want to know what happened? Uh, also, while we were recording, I was sitting on my fucking foldable chair and it just fucking broke on me. Am I getting fucking fat? Like. <laughs> I didn't even hear anything. Just I fucking snap! Like literally during the middle of a fucking recording. That reminds me of when Steve fell. It's a T-bone off. steak, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me Dude. when Steve fell in the chair. After oh the- my god, that was so fucking funny. I thought, it- I thought you guys planned that. I literally no, dude, he literally put his feet up and he fell backwards and broke the whole fucking chair. And we just left it there in the conference room. And that was perfect timing, too. It was, like, right after you guys, like, did your thing, whatever it was. Yeah, we cut it right in. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. I was I was so thankful the cameras were still rolling. But, um, <sighs> yeah, next week we'll, we'll do Thursday again. And then the week after uh, will be the NHL playoffs. Me and it, I guess, Brandon, you guess you get the week off unless you guys want to do another one during the same week. We can – Dude, why don't we just do – we should just do it all in one so we'll all log on together. We'll do like an NHL for whatever – it can't take no more than 10 minutes and then an NBA for 10 minutes. Be a total of like 20 minutes just so we could all well, do no, it Well, no, 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 because like the NBA still has a week left when the when the NHL playoffs start. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Like they're, they're like weeks I'll, different. I think that'll be I'll good. Log, I'll do whatever. I'll log on to uh, – I think we should all do it together. Regardless of who talks or not, just so we can all have our voices. Well, well, Brandon, do you want to do that? Yeah, I don't I mean, care. I'm good. For, I'm, yeah, I'm good for anything. Whatever you guys want to do, I could do it all at once or separately. Whatever. Okay, I can log. I can log on to your guys' hockey hockey thing. Hockey, hockey, past the biscuit. But okay, um, <laughs> what else? What else? What else? Yeah, honestly, you should be, Brand. Uh-uh. I'm so good. Dude, and what else? What up? If um, if the fucking Caps and the Islanders play in the second round, I'm definitely going to a fucking game. 
But I want to go to one down. I don't want to go to fucking Coliseum. I want to go. No, to no, no, no. So, DC. so the Islanders play. The Islanders play the first round in the Coliseum, and the Caps won't meet them until the uh, second round anyway. So you want to go to the Coliseum? No. So like after the first round, if the Islanders go to the second or third, they play all the rest of their games at the Barclays. But that's what I'm saying. Like you still want to go to the one in New York? Yeah, yeah, at the Barclays. Well, find out how fuck... much tickets would be if they play. It'd probably be like seventy bucks, I think. If they're under, if they're <laughs> under like sixty, seventy bucks, like I'll probably go. All right. Any more, I'd be like, wait, that'd be dumb because it's a playoff game, dude. The playoff. Boy, it's Caps and Islanders. Islanders can't even stick handle the puck. I don't know how they're in the playoffs. Dude, you watch Barzell? Yeah, Barzell <laughs> is the only good player who can actually skate well. <laughs> Everybody else is like watching fucking like triple like double nah, A. Players. Dude, they got some they got some good players on that squad. Yeah, pretty good with Nelson. Uh, yeah, Nelson's got, good. Yeah, Boychuk, but still, like the Islanders. All right. Well, um, and then and then maybe the Nets too. See uh, how expensive those tickets are too. Nets. Yeah, Nets but, are in the playoffs but, right now. Brooklyn knows expensive. <laughs> it's like two hundred twenty bucks to go to a game. For Brooklyn, it was two hundred twenty bucks for me to go to a Brooklyn Nets game against the Bulls like eight years ago. Well, well that was years eight ago. years ago with like <laughs> Kevin Garnett and all them boys. Well, I saw Re- uh, Nate Robinson. That was pretty sick. All right, I'm going to chop this up. All right, boys. Good talk. All right, fellers. I'll see you guys. All right, fartlers. I'll see you guys next Thursday. Yeah, let's do it. Neo. You're us. All right, later, boys. All right, boys. Later. I'll see you. Holy. Yo, how long does it take to for you to make these scripts? Can you guys hear me? <coughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, Wes, you there? Computers, piece of shit. Slow. All right. It's pretty short today. Bratini, do you got me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said about like forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes, about okay. I had to do research and shit. What do we got today? You got Conor McGregor. The what is this? The offensive defensive pass interference. Which I think is fucking stupid. It is stupid. It What's really is fucking stupid. Yeah. I don't think it's dumb at all. It makes it fair. Bro, it's just gonna delay the game. All right, let's say it doesn't matter. It makes it fair. Let's say we're gonna have a great conversation about that. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have Dude, a that fucking is the heated thing to not say it's dumb. It makes the game fair. I mean Saints should have been in the Super Bowl. We have we have McGregor. Um, NFL PI rule, um, NFL, um, Robert Kraft, Robert Kraft, which is you, did you guys read in that situation? It's so fucking weird. I read a little bit. I didn't really see what happened. I didn't really Apparently, hear what like happened. Then Robert Kraft, dude, some <laughs> shit would come out. 
As soon as they win another Super Bowl, something else comes out. And then um, MLB opening day, I put in some few things in there. I'm hoping this episode's like 30, 45 minutes. All right, boy, let's get going here. Yeah, let's rock and roll. And then there's some things afterwards that um, I want to bring up that we'll probably do for the podcast in the next couple of weeks. I mean, because we're doing Thursday, I can't really get on with my NASCAR golf. So, well, no, 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 no. Ne- so, no, 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 like, no. It's cool, dude. It's cool. We'll move it to Thursday. Fuck. No, okay. So we'll just skip NASCAR then. Well, okay. I'm saying like, who gives who gives a shit about Brett Kowalski? First stage and stage stage one, stage two winner. Uh, all right, so what I'm thinking is next, not next week, but the week after. Aunt, me and you can do like a hockey playoff special, and then the week after that, me and Brandon can do an NBA playoff special. Okay, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do, it's fine. Right. I'm trying to get yeah, this to be like short. Here. It doesn't have to be short, like thirty or forty-five. Can we get like a special guest, like versus? I would love to have versus on. Let's just build our chemistry first, and then. All right. You know All right, I mean? boy. You ready? <laughs> yeah, let me eat this piece of broccoli. All right. <laughs> Hold on a second. Dude, fuck. This computer. Pissing All right. me fuck off. Gonna... Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Not yet. Stakes fucking good. All right, Wes. Hold on. I think we should have. I think we should have recorded at Wes's house if, if he was gonna have steak. I mean, shit. Yo. Yo, dude. When I upload Scummer playlist, you're gonna fucking lose your mind. Oh, dude, the last playlist we had at Versus and Bud's house. This one fucking blows that one out of the water. I mean, it I thought that was so good. This one's great. Wait, hold on. Wes, this is your song. He said, let me just eat the piece of broccoli. I am eating broccoli. Hey, 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 all right, wait, Bryn. What is the what is the deal for Saturday? We're playing our usual football nine o'clock, and then are you guys going to that bar? Uh, yeah, we're playing football. Then a few of us are going to the bar afterwards. Okay, I don't know if I'm going to go to that or not. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. Well, I'm drinking for free, so I'm going. Oh yeah, well, that's right. You should. All right, all right, all right, Wes. You ready? In three, two. One and go. On today's edition of Bench Bros, the Irish fighter retired. NFL allows new. Uh, bleh. Let me right, start. Oh boy, energy, energy. Let's go. Come on, energy. Ready? Get high. Two, one, go. 
On today's edition of Bench Bros, the Irish fighter retired. NFL allows reviews on penalties. Opening day in the MLB. Kaepernick and Reed have this settlement with the NFL. And what's going on with Robert Kraft? All that and more on Bench Bros. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, I love your let's, let's goes. I got to change it up every fucking week. Dude, you have to. Let's Last go. Second week was great. You're like, let's go. I'm, next week, I'm going to go. Let's go. Dude, they're all great. Change them up, though. All right. All right, one more piece of broccoli, and then we'll roll. All right, we got to introduce ourselves. Why didn't you tell me that one more piece of broccoli? Welcome to this edition of the Bench Bros Sports Podcast. We're glad you could join us today as we are a bunch of sports junkies debating about the hottest topics going around in today's world of sports. I'm your host, Wesley Splain, and joining me today are Anthony Frattini and Brandon Farrell. What is going on? Guys, I'm going to keep this very short and to the point because no one appreciates my long introductions, NASCAR, and golf talk. So I'm just going to pull a <laughs> Brandon and say, what's good? <laughs> With that said, what's going on, guys? Happy Friday, Junior. Happy MLB opening day. Uh, Anthony, I think you should just start your own podcast where you do specials on golf and NASCAR. Uh, you know, <laughs> maybe on Tuesday you do NASCAR, Wednesdays you do golf, you know, switch it up. That way you get it in. Come and, on, you, uh, guys you, gotta, know, you guys gotta have a little input with me on this. Just a little bit. <laughs> last week was right around last the corners so we'll was talk about better. That a little bit more. And last week was better than the first week. The first week you guys literally had no input. I just ran through it and that was it. Second week you're at least, yeah, it's a little bit of both. So <laughs> that's better than nothing. Well, the Masters is about two weeks away, so we'll definitely have to touch on that. Yeah, that's that's a good uh, good start for golf. All right, well, speaking of start, let's start off with one of the biggest uh, sports figures in the world today, and that is Conor McGregor, who has been The Irish the- boy. The Irish boy. The Irish boy. Conor McGregor has been all over the news lately for his troubles and his Irish whiskey, but this involves his career Irish in the whiskey. UFC. McGregor has said that he is retiring from the Octagon on Monday morning. Conor McGregor tweeted out on his Twitter page, quote, Hey guys, quick announcement. I have decided to retire from the sport formerly known as mixed martial art today. I wish all of my old colleagues well going forward in competition. I now join my former partners on this venture already in retirement. Proper pina coladas on me, fellas, close quote. The next day, news broke out that McGregor is under investigation over a sexual assault accusation in Ireland. So he's been all over the charts with retirement talks and Irish whiskey and all this. So, Ant, do you believe from a career athletic standpoint that we have seen the last of Conor McGregor? I do not believe that at all. I don't even know why he even mentioned that. I feel like he's still in his prime. So for him to retire – I don't know why he even brought that up. So I definitely do not think that he's done. Um, I feel like all these guys are just out of nowhere. I mean, Gronkowski, I can understand why he retired. He's really banged up. But McGregor, I feel like he has plenty more fight in him. Uh, plenty more fight in the Irish. Boy. So I don't know. I, I personally think he's not done. So that's me. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely surprising he decided to retire out of, out of the blue. Um, 
just like every every other great fighter, they retire and they always come back. Somebody provokes them to come out of retirement, just like Floyd Mayweather. Uh, I think we'll see another Mayweather-McGregor fight at some point in the future. Uh, I don't Mc- think so. I don't know. I think I'd, like, we might. I'd like to see it. I really I'd like to see might. it. Unless, well, unless there's somebody else that can be better than him. If Mayweather steps in the octagon, and he, he's smart enough not to do that. He's yeah. not going to do that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Money talks. Money talks I don't think they'll stop it. When he talks but, for uh, Connor, but like wait, he's for who is? White for who? For Connor, but like you gotta so think. Gotta go Irish, White <laughs> I think I Wes, think give I us, think Diaz. Give us one good Irish boy. <laughs> nah, I'm Come good. On, boy. Uh, Brandon, go on. Uh, I think I, th- <laughs> I think Nate boring. Diaz is gonna provoke him to come out of retirement soon. But uh, I feel like every other every other athlete is under some kind of fucking sexual assault or drug investigation nowadays so i mean that i don't really think that's a big concern but for him to retire well, he's he's stack up against him recently right did he tweet something yeah. out like this three years ago where he said he was going to retire and then it was because of con uh contract negotiations with dana didn't go so well so he was like all right see you later in like some sort of tweet and then uh, he ended yeah. up back and fighting uh nate diaz like then in- within the next three months so I know it's the situation. It's I know talk. they were. Um, That's what he I does. He's all talk. Conor McGregor and the UFC were in discussion to get him on a match card, probably in like September, October at MSG. That's why I heard. So maybe this is like a contract or a contract negotiation kind of thing, where the two sides didn't really meet because he's done this before. Yeah, and his enjoy. Irish. Yeah, his Irish whiskey <laughs> thing is taken off. It's doing very well. You know, the cases against him aren't doing so bad. Like, they're stacking up. Don't get me wrong, but. I mean, Connor's his, got a lot going for him. Good. He really did not look good in his last fight, but I get it. Um, What was the last guy's name Um, back in September? I, I was about to say Kucherov, but that's not it. <laughs> yeah, Kucherov. Knock him in off. Okay. Knock him in off. All right, guys. Knock him in off. He guys did not look good during that now. fight, but knock him in off. Yeah. <laughs> All knock right. him in off was not his style, but, like, <laughs> knock him in off is so off. Good. Well, I don't know. They're rushing. It's kind of the same. <laughs> Dude, he's a hockey player. It's because <laughs> we've been talking about so off, much Tampa Bay Lightning lately. Bro, these, you know bro, these hockey players could be UFC fighters. Some of them, yeah. Yeah, some of them. I would them. not want to get in the ring with Ryan Reeves. But but here's another thing. Or the you guys old think Donald Brashear. Yeah. Do you guys think he should retire? No, he's lost the last so. two no. he's, he's been it. No, I don't think not. he should retire. Oh no. Oh, we just lost Brandon. All right. Go ahead, Wes. Invite him back and then we could just cut this out. Well he can he can jump right back in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, in, send the invite or whatever, and then uh, we'll just start back up where you hold said. On, on. I think you just joined back then, didn't he? Not yet. No, what I'm saying is, like, we'll just start back up. Like, so do you guys no, think I... they should retire? Just Yeah, just watch. Dude, come on. Give us one good Irish boy. I'm eating steak. Hold on. All right, boy. And I don't want to freak Shannon out. Why? Is she sleeping? No, she's right next to me. And she, when I said the Irish boy, she kind of like shit her pants. Dude, she's going to like it. 
<lacht> die Eim, boah. Dude, I am so looking forward to Penn State weekend. Oh, my God. Dude, I would come, but I'm not down to sleep on, like, a college floor at 26. <laughs> like, I'm serious. I, I want to go with you guys, but, like, I thought, it was, cousin. I thought it was, like, two hours away. No, it's, like, three. You wanted to go to the Ohio State game last year. Well, we would fly out there anyways. That's what I want to do this year. I'm not you guys. flying to Columbus. Dude, if you want to drive, it's going to take 11 hours. You fly, it takes like 45 minutes. I don't want to go to the Ohio State game in general. Oh, you're, rather go, you're missing I'd out. rather go to Buffalo and go to a Broncos-Bills game. I mean, I want to go to a, a Bills game too, but there's nothing like Ohio State but, football uh, in the shit. I don't, I don't have any connections with Ohio State, so why the fuck would I go? Yeah, we don't well, have to start over, with Penn do we? State, I would still go to Penn State. No, so it's no, a cool experience. It's cool experience. All right, so we're gonna go back um, to should Connor McGregor retire? So um, I'm just gonna pick up with that. So guys, uh, should Connor McGregor retire? He's lost the last two fights that he's actually been in. I mean, it's good to step away from the sport if you're coming off two two losses, but retire completely? No, no, I don't think it's time for him to retire yet. Uh, he's still young. Uh, and he brings a lot of money to the sport. I mean, everybody wants to see him fight. And there's a lot of guys out there that still want to fight him. So, retire, no. Step away for a little bit, yeah. That's probably what this is. I think that's a good way of putting it. I think that's what he means probably to say is um, that he wants to kind of get away from the uh, from the sport right now with everything going on. Um, but he probably just used the word retire instead because he's probably just not thinking straight. Um, but I definitely don't think he's ready to retire by any means. I mean, he has no reason to retire. He's not hurt or anything like that. He's still got plenty of fight in him. So I definitely don't think he's ready to retire. You use the word retire well, very lightly. But, uh, sorry, Wes, go ahead. Well, I think, like, you got to look within the sport. Like, yeah, basketball, it's easy for guys to come back. Football, we see it happen all the time. Baseball, we see it happen more often than not. But, like, with UFC, stars come and go, like, fast. Like, remember how quick Ronda Rousey was? She, she was, like, gone. She, won, yeah, she, also, she yeah. also had, like, a – she also had, like, a huge mental breakdown when she lost to Holly Holm or whoever it was. She, like, lost her cool. Like, what? she said she wanted to, like, commit suicide or something. Like, dude, as – it doesn't, like – it doesn't matter how competitive you are. At the end of the day, it's a game. And, like, you're going out there to win, obviously. But you, you can't say you want to commit suicide because you lost. I'm saying UFC is, like, so brutal that, like, you know, Stupid. one fight may fail, like, three years. You I know think what UFC I mean? is so dumb. That's my personal opinion. It I is it's brutal. Pointless. It's definitely brutal, which is why you only see these fighters fighting once, twice, maybe three times a year. So I mean, I mean, if he wants to take a couple of years off or a couple of months off, then that's what he means by retirement. But I don't think he's t- totally done. Yeah, I don't think he's done either. Ronda Rousey was a one-hit wonder. She lost one fight, one big fight, and that was it. She just she couldn't put it. She couldn't keep it together. All right. So when do you expect the? Uh, we'll see. The uh, octagon then. Is it Maybe month? next year. Maybe next year. Next year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and all the after everything. Surrounding him clears up, 
maybe we'll see him in the octagon again. Who knows, man? He's he's Conor McGregor. He can come out next week and be like, "Oh, okay, I'm back." You know, you never know with these with these superstars. He can be really big in like the entertainment industry. I mean, like his his Irish whiskey has taken off, and like he's done a very successful job with that, especially here in the United States, where it's getting um, authorized by the states to sell. I think he can be good for like advertisement companies, like Old Spice or something like that. So if he wanted to go that route, I wouldn't be so angry about it. But have I you had his whiskey? What he is. Have you had it? I haven't yet, but I've heard some good things about it, and it's, it's not really proper that expensive. twelve. Proper twelve, yeah. It's like proper twelve. Proper yeah. twelve. From the Irish. I've heard it's really good. I want to try it, but I got a whole bottle of Jameson that I got to polish off first. <laughs> you can break the trailer day. Yeah, it's going to be hard to top. Oh, it's, going to be gone. it's going to be gone before that. Jeez. Yeah, you're not allowed to. That's too classy. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we move from the octagon to the NFL. The NFL league meetings are taking place this week in Phoenix, Arizona, and they passed a new rule that has been on everyone's mind since the NFC Championship game. The NFL approved a new rule change that allows offensive and defensive pass interference calls and non-calls to be reviewable. The owners voted 31 to 1 after the coaches voted 32 to nothing. The new rule allows coaches to challenge those calls in the first 28 minutes of each half. In the final two minutes of each half, those calls will be subjected to the booth review. Coaches will still have only two challenge flags, and this rule is only in effect for the 2019 season. Sean Payton, who the Saints were quote-unquote cheated out of a Super Bowl trip with the infamous non-call, said, quote, it was an O-to-the-game responsibility, close quote. Brandon, do you think the game of football benefits with this new rule? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, this is pass interference. I mean, just just get it right. Get, 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 get the call right. I mean – are you gonna start? Are you gonna start being able to challenge holding? Are we gonna start reviewing holding? Because holding happens on every play, and I mean, unless it's blatant, it, it shouldn't be reviewable. I mean, just get the call right on the field. I, I, I mean, there's there's what seven referees or seven? Yeah, there's seven guys out there judging these games. Like, there's no way a call like that should be missed. And now we're gonna have to set so they could review it and challenge it and whatnot, and it's just gonna delay the game. So no, I don't I don't like it. And hopefully it only lasts this season and this season only. Maybe these referees, maybe we just need some better referees. All right, Anthony. I 100% think it's a good idea. Um, I'm all about being fair. There's enough politics in sports as is, um, especially in football, no less. Wes, you want to quiet your, uh, quiet your referee down? Over there? Uh, is that your dog? <laughs> that's my, that's my no, dog. No, Big Ben's way. quiet tonight. Okay, and do you want to start that over? Because, like, the pitch is just like, <laughs> that was like crazy. Uh, yeah, so I definitely, I definitely think that this is a good idea. I'm 100% for it. There is enough politics in sports, as is, especially in football. Um, it's a shame that the refs can't do their job the right way. And this is the whole reason why we're, why this is being passed over to be reviewed. Um, I just think that, like, uh, the game is so fast nowadays, but something like that is – you could obviously see if there's a pass interference. So if there's a pass interference, you should obviously call it. 
But if a ref misses it by who knows why, 100% should be reviewed because it's fair and it makes the game fair. It makes the game right. All right. Well, I'm going to say this. There's pass interference on every play. Well, now, now, yeah, now in 2019, there's pass interference. You even touch the guy within five yards of the of the line of scrimmage. Well, this is a big rule change because pass interference is one of the is probably the biggest penalty in all of sports. It's, it could be a sixty yard penalty. Yeah, and it should be it should be caught <laughs> if it's wrong. <clears throat> and they don't. Well, this is what it, I. Then this is what I mean. It's just going to delay the game. Well, yeah, it's going mean, to delay like, the games. All right, so yeah, obviously then you have a championship and everybody's job on the line. I rather get it right. Delay I mean, the game just get it right. Like two minutes, three minutes. They can clearly just look at the film real quick and say, "All right, this play, so and so pass interference on this guy," and then that's it. I rather right, they so, do that. Yeah. Well, let me make my point here. Number one, this was obviously um, a backlash to that non-call in the NFC Championship game, right? 100%. No, 100%. That was an outrageous non-call that happened once every, like, 10 to 20 years. Half the time, pass interference? Yeah, sure, it's like – it is pass interference and it's not called, but, like, it's just like a guy just hitting an arm – or someone tripping over somebody. It's just what, that. What, what are you going to do on a Hail that, Mary? That's There's why on a Hail Mary, 100% of the time. I mean, it's not 100% the of the time. In the Dude. Eagles Super Bowl, uh, what's his name? Jenkins pushed down Chris Hogan like all the way down. You watch every single Hail Mary <laughs> pass. Dude, but and there needs to the be. End zone. Everyone's pushing with each other. I've been in a Hail Mary. That's how it works. There needs to be a fine line, though, between pass. That This is where the NFL needs to start doing their job. There needs to be a fine line between pass interference and the and playing football, right? Like something like touching somebody's arm. If, you're, if it's a clear pass interference, like the one in the NFC championship game, absolutely. That was an awful call. And that happens awful. like – once every ten years, man. It's it's what's fair is fair. Look, if your team Broncos were in that game, right, and whatever player did that to one of your Broncos players, you'd be you'd be furious. We would we I would be still be hearing furious, it right now. We'd still be I, hearing it. And same thing with the Giants. I'd be furious, but like the same thing would happen to me if I was on the other side. I'd be like, oh, okay, that's how, that's how it is on every call. But it's fair. So why why wouldn't you want to keep a fair game? Yeah, but it's, it's, game? Why even play? It's, Why even show up? Why even well, get dressed? <laughs> Stay in the locker room. Blast your music. Keep your headphones yes. on. Don't even go yes, out to play I'm the game. Saying, I'm saying it won't be fair because then the offense is going to get more of the benefit of this review thing because the defenders got to stay with the offense. Yo. Son of a bitch. What the fuck? Hello? <clears throat> Yo. What? Do I got you guys? 
You know, you got me. I don't know what happened to Ant. All right. Well, I can edit that thing because it's saved. I think it did. But no, it's like, it's so fucking stupid. Like, literally, go and watch every single Hail Mary pass. All right. Can you guys hear me? That shit happens 100% of the time. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right, boy. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. But, Ant, literally. Can you save those, Wes? Are you able to save all those recordings? I think I did save it. Perfect. All right. Go ahead. So, like, with a Hail Mary, there's tugging and grabbing and everything. What are you going to do with, like, the five-yard releases? You going to call those? What do you mean, like, the 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 five-yard touch, right, where you bump? Yeah, well, what happens if it's also, at six or seven legal. That that is considered legal, though. That's what I'm saying. You well, need a fine line between pass interference and non-pass interference. What happens if it goes past six or seven yards? They're going to be like, call, I'm going to challenge challenge that. Then challenge it. You got two challenges. Challenge, that's it. Challenge so, it on that. If you, want that if you want to get five, six yards, go ahead. Challenge it. I don't care. I'm not the coach. I'm not playing for this team. Whatever they want to do, do it, right? And if it's going to benefit the team, then let it benefit them. It, oh, man. It, it, it's just disastrous. And thank God it's only for one season. Dude, I don't <laughs> – I guess I respect what you guys are saying, but I just don't understand because, like, at the end of the day, it makes, it, it makes the game fair. Like, the refs should be doing their job. Like Brandon said, they should be doing their job. And they do. Unfortunately, it's... they're not. <laughs> Got blown that play was awful. That was a clear pass. <laughs> Ball was nowhere near him, and he, he literally hit him. I, I think he, like, tackled him in midair, right? You're judging – and we're going to change a whole entire rule based off of that one particular incident? All you need is this one is all... incident to change the whole rule. And, and same thing. Look at this Colin Kaepernick thing as well as all this other stuff that happens in the NFL. What was the other thing now with the uh, – what was it? The having the possession, right, with the football, making sure that if you fall to the ground, you have to hold the ball, Catch not them, yeah. lose the ball, right? It's Why another that, stupid rule. That's that's another one, right? Whether we agree with it or not, they make it. But that, is, that is like – that I don't really like because like, it's hard enough to get the ball. Okay, yeah. But that but had most you got incidents. It. This only had one incident. All, and like I said, all you need is one to change. That's all you need. Why do we need more? Well, they changed it so quickly because of what happened, obviously. And, I mean, like like you guys said, like that's the most blatant pass interference call that we've ever – the non-call that we've ever seen in so many years. And that's exactly why it was changed so quickly. But, again, it's just another reason to challenge a play. It's another reason to slow down the game. And it's another reason to let the refs get away with blowing a call, in my opinion. Because if you're able to now challenge a pass interference call, what do you think these players are going to be doing running down the field? You're just going to see more of it. Two challenges, I guarantee you, will be wasted on challenging pass interference from each side of the ball for each coach. That will be on the coaching staff then. By the way. They'll have to waste their challenges on pass interference. You want all this to help with the the calls on the field and stuff. Now you just gave more power to the officials for this reviewing of a penalty. Or of a non-call. Look, you, so you can make the game fair. 
if it's to make the game fair, which I believe it is, I think it's worth it. I mean, if that's the case, let's start reviewing holding because there's a lot of bad holding calls that get called too. I mean, you could call holding you could call holding on every single play, and there's some plays where they get it right, and there's some plays where they get it wrong. The only reason like that for pass interference is get it right or get it wrong. That's true. That's true too. Absolutely. But really does. But the thing is, like pass interference call, like Wes, you said you could get sixty yards off that holding. You what is holding? Ten yards, right? It's ten. Which I think, which still makes a difference. It does, right? Even one yard makes a difference. But like sixty yards is still bigger than ten, and I think that's what they're going off. They're going off of it from as well as the playing the NFC Championship game. That's a clear, clear reason why they made the, why they made the rule. Well, look at this. I love the college, the college rule with its like fifteen yards. I think that's like the perfect way. Pass I think that's the way it should be. We why, why should literally we? at Bloomsburg when I was playing, we literally game plan to like at the end of the game just to tackle the receiver. It's only fifteen yards. Wait, wait, did you did you play though? <laughs> yeah, I did do. Oh, oh yeah, I had one tackle and one assisted tackle. Hey, so. there you go. That's all you need. <laughs> hey, let's get him out on the ice. And Nickelback, I was a, I was in the the Nickelbacker sometimes. Should have been a punter. You'll never get hurt, <laughs> and you won't have no pass yeah, they, they, calls they, on you. But but all yeah, right, you get so the you're agreeing. Job. You're agreeing the call. Me and Brandon are totally disagreeing. I 100 percent agree do you, with it. Do I you love think? It. I think okay, so do you think it's going to last more than one year? Uh, I don't think so. Because uh, I think there's going to be so many heated cases over this, where it's like at the end of the game, a Hail Mary where the game's already out of reach, and like a team just throws a bomb, and then the officials are going to be like, well, hold on. We got to look to see if there's <laughs> passing interference. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, but dude, look. Yeah. Maybe they'll make a rule and be like on Hail Mary player, like the last play of the game, they you can't do it. Like who knows the NFL, right? But still, you sh- and if somebody wants to hold on somebody's arm or whatever in the end zone, then let it be. It- Yo boy. Yeah, we gotta find a new app. This app sucks. Yeah. The first two weeks were good. I don't know what's going on now with it. Let's see what else we can find. Were we done with that? talk about the PI we were like now. yeah we need to be like done with it we're just close up on the last remarks all, all right. right wait for brandon I, does google hangout does um recording and stuff i don't know i'm not sure i never heard of that yeah could you could that then this weekend yeah i'm gonna be I'll in virginia look, my nephew's first birthday so yeah i'll look it up Google, what is it? Hangout? Google Hangout or like some sort of recording like Skype or something like that because we can't keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll look up for it. But uh, no, like I was saying um, with the with the pass interference, like I get that. I like, the, I like that they did it. Who knows where it's going to go from here, um, especially with it being the first year. It may be really good for – the NFL may help may help out a lot or may not really do too much. Who knows? Um, but none of this would happen if the refs could just do their job the right way. That's all I'm saying. All right, Brandon, you good? Yeah, I got I got that off my chest. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, uh, before the league meetings happened, NFL agreed with a settlement with a case involving Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed. A report from the Wall Street Journal stated that Reed and Kaepernick received a million dollar um, settlement for their collusion case against the NFL that involved a conspiracy theory that owners were trying to keep them out of the league for their anthem protest. The expectation was that both players will receive around the neighborhood of $90 million, but now they will have to split $10 million. Reed is still in the league playing safety for the Carolina Panthers, while Cap is still unsigned by any football league. What do you guys think of this whole Kaepernick Reed only receiving $10 million? And do you think their case was even strong enough to go against the NFL? Wait, only receiving $10 million? Both of them are only receiving $10 million, so they have to split $10, 10 million. million. So $5 million each. Pretty much. $5 million each to take a knee on the sideline during the national anthem. But granted, but granted it could be Cap getting $8 million of it or like Eric Reed only getting two or like the other way around. So um, this is a very I mean, interesting situation going on with this whole Kaepernick versus the NFL thing. Because I think it, it goes both ways of why he's still out of the league. Yeah, yeah. Grant, there's the a reason he's on thing, You have your own, you have your own opinions about that, but, but for him to get back in the, I still think he's good enough to be a backup <coughs> on one of these teams. But Dolphins will probably take him. Right, realistically, <laughs> I can see the only team. He that's be, the only. That's the only team that would take him. Dolphin, but like he, he still thinks he's like from 2012, and like he'd be perfect on Miami. He still thinks he's in his prime, which he relatively isn't. Remember, the last time we saw Colin Kaepernick, he lost his job to Blaine Gabbert in the preseason. Dude, Miami is his home. They just got rid of Robert Quinn, too. So, like, they're just trying to clear everybody out and just get all these, like, players. That's that right. Finally go played. Yeah, he's he's out to Dallas now. Uh, what did, what did uh, Miami get in return? Uh, rocks, pebbles, and, like, a bag of oranges. <laughs> 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 Probably Florida oranges. So, but you guys see what I mean? I I still think he's like good enough to be a backup in the league. Like, I don't. When when was the last time he played? Like four years ago, right? Like when when did he play last? I don't even know. I can't was, say uh, that he's. It was when Jeff Fisher was still in the league because that was his last game when they played the Rams. I can't say that he's still good to play because like I don't know what he's doing on his. So I think three years as far as like yeah, training so goes. Three years ago he played. So three years to be out of the NFL, number one, and then number two to get back into it. I I don't know if he's good enough to play again. Be a backup, yeah, but to start somewhere in two thousand nineteen. Well he still thinks <laughs> I mean, you guys isn't, he isn't he asking for some crazy amount of money to, to like be a starter or whatever? I, or yeah, was he like I mean, trying to get in with the AA? He was trying to get in with the AAF and he was asking for some crazy amount of which money is about, or something. Which I saw the AAF's about to like go bankrupt, I think. Yeah, he was asking for $20 million just to sign, like guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even worth the fucking $10 million they're giving him and his buddy Eric Reed. What is this guy thinking? He hasn't been on the football field in how long? That's what I'm saying, man. To like come back and play. Yo, boy. I know what it's doing. It's what? turning it's turning my data and Wi-Fi off while I'm recording it. Why? I don't know. 
keep that on so it doesn't do it. Because the first time we did it, we had no no problem. Man, we got rolling and then it just cuts off. All right. All right. So one thing I just want to say is for him to come back and play in the NFL after being out for three years, the guys are only getting quicker now. They're getting faster. They're getting more mobile, more uh, gaining more uh, jump height and all that stuff. They're getting stronger for this guy to come back and he's only getting older because that's just the way life goes. You get older, you don't get younger unless you're Tom Brady. Um, I can't see this guy coming back in playing in the NFL. I mean, if this guy wants to come back to the NFL, he should be more than happy to take a contract for a league minimum to sit on the bench behind a, a behind a starter or a second stringer. I mean, it's better than not having anything at all. So, yeah. Well, unless he wants to keep trying to sue the NFL for money that he doesn't even deserve. I mean, whatever, whatever floats his boat. I totally agree, but I think he's better than Nathan Peterman. Oh, Nathan Peterman. <laughs> the fact that Nathan Peterman is on an NFL roster is, like, insane to me. You know, there's a few questionable guys that are on the NFL roster, so, I mean. There's a couple uh, questionable coaches Trevor on the NFL roster. I think. Or did he sign Who's somewhere that? else? I don't know. Simeon? But... Oh, Simeon. Trevor. Knows. <laughs> he was with the Broncos last year, wasn't he? I think. I think he's under. Uh, no, he was. With in the he was with the Vikings last year. He's in the AF, uh, <laughs> AAF under Johnny Manziel, though. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, yeah. He's he'll, he's making his comeback. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm gonna say this about Colin Kaepernick. He needs to open up to be in the backup. He's got nobody. Is. He has to. He really does. Because like. Who is- because like there was a deal in place for Baltimore to sign him, there was a deal in place for Denver to sign him like two years ago. There's only, but it's, there's only more talent coming up from college. Why is any team going to take him besides probably Miami? I mean, so exactly. like you said, he should just be happy with being a backup under minimum, or just not play it at all. I don't think this has anything. To do with it. it might for like a brand perspective, but I don't think it's football decisions are through general managers and like partially the owners. I don't think it's um, it's all the owners. Well, speaking about one of the owners, there's one that's been under the spotlight for soliciting a prostitute. Jeez. Patriots owner Robert Kraft and allegedly caught on videotape for soliciting a prostitute at a spot in Jupiter, Florida that has possible ties to human trafficking. Uh-oh. He issued a statement before the meeting saying, well, I am truly sorry. I know I have hurt and disappointed my family, close family, uh, close friends, coworkers, and fans that have held me to a higher standard. He went on saying that he has extraordinary respect for women and his moral, morals and his soul were shaped by his wife that passed away a few years ago. He also said, quote, as I hope to move forward, I hope to continue using a platform to help others and hopefully make a difference. I want to be judged not by my words, but by my actions. And through those acts, I hope to regain your trust and confidence. Well, he turned around right after that quote and pled not guilty to the situation. Confusing statements for a non-guilty man. What do you guys think of this whole situation? 
<laughs> Yo, as soon as the Patriots won the Super Bowl, I think it was two days later, a ESPN notification came on my phone about this. And I'm like, now what? Every time the Patriots win a Super Bowl or something big happens for them. I got I to gotta stop you because uh, uh, Bears running back Jordan Howard just got traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, shit. Wow. Ouch. He's a hell Ouch. of a running back. Or, so now they got – that can become they got Jay Jai and they got him. No, I think Jay is still a free, free agent. So weird. <laughs> so the weird. With, the hell with Jordan Howard, man. He really hurt my fantasy team last year. Yeah, but you had Connor. Um, what the? What's his name? No, 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 no. Not in that league. In my other league. Oh, what I is had, his name? I, oh, Connor. Uh, James oh Connor. God, James, James Connor. Connor? You go. Yeah, you had him. He every week he was getting points. Yeah, he was good. All right, so back to craft and soliciting <laughs> prostitutes. What were you about to say about prostitutes? Um, and- nothing as far as that goes. I'm just <laughs> saying about after the Patriots won the Super Bowl, uh, message like a notification <laughs> from ESPN came up on my phone two days later or so about this, and I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" Like after every time the Patriots win a Super Bowl or something, there's there's something going on with that organization. No matter who no matter who it is, there's something going on. This whole situation though, I didn't read up on it, so I really don't have much to say about it. <laughs> I think it's kinda of funny. I mean this guy this guy's gotta to go to a uh to a spot and solicit a prostitute when I mean uh, everyone knows what his wife looks like. I mean, come on man, what are you what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Well, his wife passed away a few years ago. I think ago, you're thinking so. Bill Belichick's wife. I thought Kraft had a wife, though. I thought he got remarried. No, no, no. He he didn't get remarried. Oh, all right. I don't. I mean, I think you. I think you're thinking Bill Belichick, Brand. I might be, but I thought Kraft was. I married. think he was crying while he was soliciting the prostitute. He was... <laughs> yeah. The fact that there's videotape and they want, and then someone wants to release the videotape. Oh God, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I do. See a seventy-year-old man just crying, like, oh my God. <laughs> like, what if he finishes in forty-five seconds? Like, that's when I really hurt his image over like, this court case. Nah, have... it'll take like twenty minutes just to get it going. He's got, he's got this. He's New England Patriots. He's a part of that organization, and why does he have to go out and do things like this? Well, uh, he keeps it classy. Well, he keeps it classy. There's like a huge, there's like twenty other people involved, and there's one bigger name that but they haven't announced like, yet. The guy, and that's a big golf town too. So it could be someone from the golf world. Woods. More, tr- more, more trouble for this guy. If, if there's a bigger more name than Robert Kraft, Arnold Palmer. Oh man, <laughs> Billy! But the fact that he said this state the statement and then he pleaded non guilty afterwards. I haven't read into the case that I much. Really read into it. But if there's video evidence going against you, and then they, there was probably a settlement on the table. Be like, all right, look, plead guilty. It's probably like a five thousand dollar fine. Because he wasn't—he's not involved in the human sex trafficking. But if he comes—if it comes out that he is, then man, that's a—that's a huge thing. But 
from the league perspective, if he is found guilty, what do you, what do you think should be like a proper punishment for him, or should he even receive a? Punishment I feel like somebody this? that's so high up there, like it'd be like we'll fine you five million dollars and pay that, and that's it. Like that's just the way the world sadly works. I'm like, dude, everyone. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Everybody has to be accountable for their actions and for their words because they go together. <clears throat> so you have. Like we have to do the right thing as people. Like we can't, we can't do this type of stuff. It's just not right. I mean, um, the NFL has never wanted to set standards for uh, you know for things anything. that go wrong. Go, for things nothing. that go wrong. I mean, look at look at Ray Rice when he beat his girlfriend up in the elevator. I mean, sure, we never saw him again. But Kareem Hunt basically Kareem did Hunt. the same thing to some girl in a hallway. But look at him. He signed with the Browns and what? Yeah. Game suspension. Big big deal. It didn't, big deal. Didn't Steve Smith get in trouble with something too? Uh, I'm not sure, but I know Ray Ra- or not Ray Rice. Uh, Which Steve Smith? I think there was Steve, like a few Steve, Steve Smith, Smith Jr. I feel like something happened with him, but I don't know. And now Tyreek. No, with no, the no, Giants? The Ravens. Oh, oh no, I, I don't, don't think so. It was somebody else that maybe. Well, I know Tyreek Hill is in trouble again now for beating up his girlfriend again. First it was his pregnant girlfriend, and now it's I don't know. Apparently he's beating up his other girlfriend, where it's the same girl again. <laughs> Well, no, it was a, uh, it was involved with this kid. Like, oh, Adrian broke, Peterson. There you on. go. He's another. Oh, one. he he beat the shit out of his kid with a He's stick. He's another one, and the guy comes back. But no, I think I think the most popular uh, domestic violence case when it comes to NFL, the most brutal is Greg Hardy. What was all that? But I didn't see that. Um, when he was um, Greg Hardy, the defensive end for the Panthers and the Cowboys, he was like beating the shit out of his uh, no girlfriend. At all. But I think. You're connecting players with punishments and players with punishments. I think the owners should be held accountable for what the players get the terms from a suspension. General managers get the same thing. Head coaches get the same thing. We saw Sean Payton sit out a whole year yeah. for the bounty gate. Dude, that was that was messed up. I mean, absolutely. I mean, to go hurt somebody. Like, what is this? Owners, owners, not even owners should football. be owners are held should be held to the highest standard. I mean, come on, if you're gonna. If you're gonna penalize the coaches and the players, I mean, you gotta you gotta penalize the owners. I mean, suspend them, suspend Robert Kraft, suspend him for a season or two seasons. I mean, don't just fine him. Oh, there was a the owner is Jim Ursay. He used to be the owner of the Colts, right? He he was suspended for um, drunken driving with his motorcycle. I think two years ago. The the rock star for the Colts. I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't hear anything on that. Well, anyway, I mean, if he is found guilty, I don't know what soliciting a prostitute um, suspension is like. The right the right suspension, like four games or two games. I have no idea with that. But but if he's found not guilty. I think this is just like a publicity thing, then. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, how much of all this stuff do you know is really true? Unless it's really caught on video, like the Ray Rice incident with his girlfriend in the elevator. Like, we saw him hit his girlfriend, and then. And I swear, if TMZ releases this damn video, uh, oh my like, gosh! So- <laughs> some of it's just like, like I said, like two days after the Patriots won the Super Bowl, a notification for ESPN came up of this problem. Like, well, why? He had to go celebrate. Yeah. He had to go celebrate. 
And he goes celebrate first. Proper he was celebrating with Meek Mill. And Meek Mill said, yo, I know this <laughs> spa you'll, you'll enjoy. Like, like right after, <laughs> you'll enjoy it. Right after the Super Bowl, that comes through on ESPN. Like, it's almost <laughs> like it's set up. Whatever, man. Whatever it is, it is. If the guy did wrong, he's got to live with it. He should pay the consequence. Well, hopefully Robert Kraft gets a happy ending after this one. So. Oh, yeah. He'll get a happy ending. All right. <laughs> so uh, we're months away from the opening kickoff of the NFL season, which has been announced to be the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears that Thursday night. And the Patriots will instead play on Sunday, I guess, to ensure the 100 season in the NFL. They want to do the oldest rivalry as the first game. So that will be the first game while MLB opened – um, had their opening day today. The Boston Red Sox are defending World Series champions, but Vegas has the New York Yankees as the favorites this year. The Yankees won their opener with the 7-2 win over the Orioles, and Bryce Harper made his debut today in Philadelphia when they beat the Atlanta Braves 10-4. So, guys, what are your expectations for the 2019 LLB season? Is Tim Tebow <clears throat> going to be finally called up to the Mets? Are these guys that are in new locations doing good? What What do you think um, is going to happen this season? Who do you think the champions are going to be in? I'm I'm just going to say this right now, just because with the most recent contracts between Bryce Harper and Mike Trout, I'm just going to say it because it's just too early to tell. Um, because baseball is always up and down because they play so many games a week. Um, well, they play they play like a total of what? How many games a season? Like 160. 60, 162. Yeah, 162 games they have to play. Not every night are they going to come out and, and shine. So I'm going uh, Angels and Phillies World Series. What? Just what? because. Just because of <laughs> wow. Mike Trout and Bryce Harper. Dude, that's way out there. Mike Trout's good. Dude, it's too that's early. Saying, that's like saying I'm the just, Oilers. I'm, that's like saying the Oilers and the Penguins are going to play every single year in the BS, Stanley Cup. BS answer because it's too early. We had our first game. All right, matter, let me hear from man. you guys. We just had a month of spring Dude, ball. Spring ball. It's like single A out there. Nah, bro. Boy, these guys go are playing. Bat some home runs. These guys. All right, what playing. do you guys think? What's your predictions? I mean, obviously, I'm pulling for my Yankees, but the Red Sox are still a very strong team. Uh, Phillies have a pretty stacked yeah, they lineup. Don't lose anybody. Yeah, and the Phillies, they do have a stacked lineup. I mean, the Yankees just added to their bullpen. Um, so hopefully it makes them a better team come postseason because we really lacked in uh, closing games out. Um, so, yeah, I'm pulling for my Yankees. Red Sox, obviously, are going to be a burden. Um, but I'm not making any World Series predictions. <laughs> I'm just hoping the Yankees could uh, could make it there this year. Well, as a fellow Yankee fan, I hope so too. But the Red Sox haven't <laughs> lost anybody. And neither have the Astros. Don't forget about the Astros who won 103 games last year, and they're returning healthy. Jose Altuve is 100% healthy now. They just signed Justin Verlander to a two-year extension. They got all the pieces too. So definitely in the AL, those are your top three teams. Now in the NL, it's a bit of a toss-up between you know what the Cubs are going to do. Obviously, the Cubs got to fix their pitching. I think um, that the Rockies, they they secured their pieces that helped them get onto a wild card run last year. You don't know what the Dodgers are going to be like. The Diamondbacks today, 25. 
Yeah, the Dodgers are still a great team, even though they traded away Kemp and uh, Yasiel Puig away. <coughs> and obviously the, N- the NL East, which is very competitive with the Braves, the Phillies, the Nationals. And I think the Nationals are in a better spot than they were with Bryce Harper because they signed a lot of key players with his I'm hoping my Yankees make it too. I'll go with you guys on that for the ALO. I do too, but like the Yankees starting pitching is so like inconsistent compared to like each guy. Like Luis Severino is so different than Tanka or Tanaka. I forget I how Tanaka. to pronounce his name. Yeah, it's Tanaka. Yeah, it's it's like night night and day. Like Tanaka is the most consistent starting pitcher. I don't think Severino's that, and he, bad. he's like a. Dude, he let up 15 runs in the playoff game against the uh, Red I mean, Sox. Pitching against the Red Sox, though, it doesn't matter. I mean, that was just yeah, a terrible. Tanaka like only allowed two runs in this. And they played I mean, like yeah, the you previous give up night, 15 like. runs. And Severino is already on the DL, or what? I think they're calling it the IR now. Yeah, they're not calling the it the DL. IL or some shit. Yeah, it's stupid. I don't know why they changed that, man. But um, but yeah, he's already starting on the on the inactive list. I think that's what it's called. I think it's called the inactive list. IL. Yeah, DL. Yeah. Is, DL is Ill. too harsh of a word. Shit. But um, and CC Zabathia, this is his final year. You don't know what he's got nothing. left in the tank. I hope they. CC had hope. nothing when he started. Granted, dude. I hope. CC's still a valuable Cece, pitcher, though. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, you're right. Baseball is a marathon. There could be a team that comes from the bottom up to shock some people. The Royals did it, like, two years ago. Hell, the Mets, they just signed uh, – we were talking about it the other day with Jason, uh, Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, he just no. signed a five-year $137 million He had a big extension. smile on his face when so, he was doing that. Yeah, I, I guarantee you he was. Um, but, yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how the season goes. I mean, definitely key factors are going to be seeing how the Padres look with Manny Machado where on the you, team. They got a great – Where do you think team. Chapman stands? Like, because he's getting older. Oh, he's a great closer, no doubt mm-hmm. about it, as long as he can still pitch on 105-mile-an-hour fastballs. I think he still has a 105 in him. Well, still a hundred is a hundred, man. That's still hard to <laughs> yeah. hard to hit, and yeah. you can throw it around the bases or around the bag. Around Any, the anything over zone, like I think it's still yeah, anything over a hundred is like almost impossible to hit. Dude, granted, granted, the Yankees bullpen is magnificent. They're good at um like keeping runs like very low. It's just the starting pitch. I have the starting pitchers. I have well, no Tanaka, trust. He, but yeah, he only gave two runs today, so that's that's good. Yeah, I guess you just have to wait and see how it goes. Granted, with Mike Trout and the Angels, and the, I think Bryce Harper and the Phillies is the biggest team to watch this season just to see how they do. Because they, they, they added McCutcheon, uh, Andrew yeah. McCutcheon, and he hit a home run in the first at yeah. bat today. McCutcheon's a good player coming from Pittsburgh. Yeah, Yankees had him for 10 seconds last year. <laughs> they did sign him, didn't they? Because Brett Gardner was out. So random. Yeah, because Brett Gardner went down with the injury. I mean, injuries are a big thing in baseball, too. I mean, 
Yankees battled injuries all year last year. I remember seeing it on the the active list. Everyone was going yeah. But yeah, I mean, one of the, one of the best players in the game recently retired last Tuesday when the MLB season actually started. <laughs> Ichiro Suzuki retired at the age of 45 when the Mariners took on the A's last week in Japan. The great Japanese ball player started his career with the Seattle Mariners and then went to the New York Yankees and Miami Marlins. He was one of the most consistent players in the game, breaking records and hitting records. And he was a very effective outfielder, too, with a big arm that could throw it right to third base or second base or first base in left field. So, guys, how do you remember Ichiro? Consistent, man. He was the most consistent player that I think that ever played the game. I mean, clutch. I mean, you could always rely on him to get a hit, make a play in the field. I mean, he just had a great work ethic, and he was definitely one of the greatest players to ever play. He reminds me a lot of uh, Hideki Matsui, just because they're very humble guys. Like you said, Brand, they just go out there, they get the job done. I mean, hell, the guy's like only six foot, weighs like 170 pounds. But he can swing the hell out of a bat. <laughs> best batting stance yeah. ever, dude. Best he looks like a kid ever. up there, and he can swing the hell out of the ball. He can swing the hell out of the bat, launch it over the fence. He's just a solid player to have on your team. Um, and at 45 years old, like, still play baseball and whatnot. I give it to him. I think he's a great player as well. But time for him to go as well at 45 years old. A great way to send off in Japan. Yeah, a lot of good players from Japan. So I remember, boy, what is going on, dude? This app sucks, man. Is it <laughs> is it your Wi-Fi? No, it's I have my data on, and I have like all. Why your Wi-Fi? Because my Wi-Fi doesn't go to my room, and I have all bars. Uh... It's a weird app. I think we gotta find another one. But, I'll look yeah. for another one. I'll look for another one. But um, did you guys hear what I was saying? I just remember. So I, you said. So I remember. That's where you left off. Oh. <laughs> so you guys were like, uh, and uh, yeah, that's what you said. You're like, and I remember, and then it cut. Yeah, it cut out. Oh, okay. All right. So as I was saying, so I remember um when I was living out west. My very first uh, Major League Baseball game was at the Mariners um, Stadium in Seattle. It was in 2002 when they got off their 116-win season. And it was the Giants and the Mariners playing. And it was with Barry Barry Bonds in his prime and Ichiro Suzuki in his prime. And, like, Ichiro was the better ball player. Like, he had more hits. Granted, Barry Bonds hit a home run during that game, but – Ichiro, like, he was slinging all over I the I don't think it's really was fast. On steroids. No. <laughs> At 175. No, he's a tiny dude, but, like, he was really fast. I remember he hit, like, a like a grounder over to third, third, but granted, it was, like, next to the foul line, and he, like, hustled his ass all the way to first base, like, really fast. I was like, dang, okay. Yeah. He's just got that mindset. No, go ahead, Wes. But people in Seattle, like, loved him. Like, he was all over everything. Yeah. And granted, I was, like, eight years old, but I was like, dang, this Ichiro guy is a big deal. Like, Yeah, I remember <laughs> um, I went to a Yankees-Mariners game man, years ago. I'm going to say back in 2007. 
And I don't really remember much of the game, but I remember the score was 13-3, and he was on that team, on the Mariners, when they played the Yankees. So, there you go. Yeah, he, he was on the Yankees effect. for a little bit. He probably had some effect in that game. Yeah, he was on the Yankees for like two years. Mm-hmm. And then he had, uh, he had 3,000 hits, and then I think um, he set another hitting record, too. But man, you could always rely. On him. Oh yeah, he's he's gonna hit the ball. But like, throughout his career, it. throughout his career, <laughs> he was in the MLB for like eighteen seasons or whatever it was, and he's above a three hundred average, which is very good for eighteen and seasons. And he was like awesome too. Like, what's that? He played. He played a lot of ball in Japan too, and he was a star there. Like, oh, he's, yeah, he's a celebrity he, there. He's a celebrity he in Japan. League like. Some of these guys are like the age of 18 or whatever. He played in Japan for a while. Yeah. I don't know with some of these guys. They just have it. I don't know what they're doing, but they just have it. The guy just worked hard, man. He's just a hard worker. All right. So uh, March Madness began. uh, The Sweet 16 began today. Some score updates as we're recording. Florida State 45, Gonzaga 55. And um, Purdue and Tennessee. This is a shocker to me. Purdue Wap in Tennessee, fifty-three to thirty-six. Wow! Holy shit! They just started. Damn. So wow. this, this was up by twenty. I I told you guys Purdue was a scary team to watch out for, but I didn't expect that against Tennessee. Yeah, I Tennessee's my national championship uh, pick. I expected them to get there, but yeah, yeah. Gonzaga up by ten against Florida State, and Purdue's almost up. They're up by 17 against Tennessee. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. March Madness is exciting because you never know what's going to happen. It's, it's Ooh, exciting uh, unless it's your team next, losing. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State lost to Houston. Who thought that was going to happen? Not me. Me? Right? <laughs> Nobody knew that was going to happen. I won, I won that bet. <laughs> I won that one. But, yeah, I mean, we'll have our Final Four uh, talk next week because by the time we record the Final Four, finalized, um, the Elite Eight will be Saturday and Sunday, and the Sweet 16 will be Thursday and Friday. So, yeah. all right, well, guys, this is all the time we have for today. It was kind of a rough recording, uh, recording. We had a couple of technical issues, but thanks for joining us. If you have any suggestions or have any applications that work perfectly, please let us know. So. We have a Facebook and Twitter page up, so give us a follow and give us a like. Again, 